0: This is Deborah Shea, reporting from Burger World, where a labor dispute has erupted between management and their employees. Why are you gentlemen on strike here at Burger World?
1: Uh... Because work sucks. I see, I see. Uh, it's like, we don't want to work, we just want the
2: money. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and um, and chicks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale.
2: Still wrong with the freaking intro.
0: Uh, the artist formerly known as Bruce Nightingale and is now the middle finger.
2: Yes, it is. Thank there you, you go. very much. Fuck you all.
0: <laughs> you all? It's, it's just me here, Bruce.
2: Or is no, it? No, it is not.
0: Who do we got, Bruce?
2: We have guests because uh, a new product has come out. For your older Stearns, which is a good thing. We have Brian Glaude and Jarrett Whitstone. Was I I right or was I wrong?
3: Good enough.
2: (laughs) Good enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just good enough. Not just great, but good enough.
0: What is this product, Bruce?
2: It is the – let let them explain it. That's the best thing. But it is for older (laughs) Stearns. Here we go, guys.
3: Well, the product is called the VSU 2, and it is a replacement for the VSU 100 speech board that came with a number of older Stern games, which I think previously there was, if if your board died, you had to fix it or find the unobtainable special speech decoder chip to put on it. And now that's no longer a problem.
2: Let's go into what games it actually does uh, fix. It fixes... Flight 2000, freefall, lightning, split second, catacomb and orbiter 1.
3: That's right. Well,
2: and also features. you're actually yeah. made some uh tweaks to make it work on a Gamatron 4 Pinstar pinball machines.
3: That's right. Pinstar. I yes. I has anyone ever seen a Sonic? Cuz I yes. I have not yes. one.
0: <laughs> yeah, they had one at uh Pinball Expo last year. Ah. Different art.
2: Different art.
0: Different flipper bats to the Sonic, the skinnier flipper bats. Other than that, it was the same.
2: So, uh, what made you build this board?
3: Wow. Uh, Bruce, I hate to give you away as a source of inspiration, but. <laughs> oh, my uh...
1: <boy>, God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be a first run. After four years, yeah. we finally motivated somebody.
3: You've inspired someone. <laughs> wow. I mean, I know these shows don't really have an upper time limit, but, I mean, how far back do you want to start on this? Well, <laughs> Is no. Let's go for it all. Come on. So, Brian and I, we're pretty new to pinball in general terms. You know, I, I grew up thinking pinball was kind of neat and sort of mysterious. And, and it eats your quarters. Uh, and it eats your quarters. You know, that was the, uh, that was the big takeaway, but... When a bar, which opened up very near to us.
2: Ron, what bar would that be?
3: (laughs) The Silver Ball Saloon?
1: Yes.
3: (laughs) Uh, You know, it's something we kind of got into. And maybe over the course of a year or so, Brian and I realized, oh, you know, you're adults. You can own a pinball machine, too. And at the time, Brian was really enamored with Game of the called camatron he really liked that and so not long after we decided oh well let's let's get a game I saw a nice looking flight 2000 show up on the pinside marketplace and I said Brian check this out it looks very similar you know do you want to go to New Jersey and get it and so we did and naturally when one gets their very first game, you have to go consult the gurus. You know what should we be looking for on this thing? And one thing Bruce pointed out was the fact that it has a speech board that they don't make a replacement for, and that you should make sure that it works. <laughs> uh, so we get it, and it does. The game was in really great shape, and uh, the guy we picked it up from, Jerry, was he was super nice and walked us through the whole thing and uh, helped us get it out of his basement, which was filled to the brim with pinball machines and uh, a pool table being used as an actual table for all his pinball parts, which I thought was, you know, you know, it really, it, it was sort of a, it was foreshadowing for the rest of our lives, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, after you get one, they just sort of multiply.
1: Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So that perspective, no one's
3: heard before. I, I hope. Right. <laughs> so I think, it always sat in the back of our minds like, oh, you know, it would be neat to sort of make a replacement board for that just because you can't get them. And that led to it sort of being a kind of a COVID project where we have a background in electronics and programming and started pursuing it sort of during COVID, you know, as one has a lot more free time nights and, and weekends in, and, you know, March, April, May of the year. So I ended up finding some, some resources online about the, the TSI chip that runs the whole show. And there was a really great PDF called david.pdf. I, <laughs> I don't know if, uh, if Brian has more details, but it kind of gave, uh, gave a good overview of the architecture of the, of the speech decoding algorithm.
4: So it's like impossible to find a data sheet or anything <clears throat> for this chip, but david.pdf... The guy reverse engineered the whole thing with the pin out and just kind of his theory of operation and yeah, that was a well. There was also a patent too. The patent, yeah, really the and then I think they decapped the chip as well, and that helped figure some stuff out. Now the chips
2: right now, I think, are being sold if you can find one for like eighty-five to one hundred dollars. Yeah. So that's the that's the first scary part about this whole <laughs> problem. When I had uh, Clive test my catacomb board, he didn't even want to touch it. And I said, I understand if it, the chip's bad. Would that
0: be Clive at Coin Op Cauldron?
2: Yes, it is. Very good, Ron. Just adding
0: some background. People will be, who the yes. hell's is Clive?
2: And Clive's the best. Continue. And uh, he said, I, I, don't wanna, I don't have the chips. I can't fix it. I said, here, just test it for me. And he... He recapped it and he tested it. He goes, Oh yeah, it works. Your chip actually works, which it still didn't. We still never figured out hundred percent why Catacomb was screwing up. Because I sold it. Yes. And <laughs> but uh he he was afraid of it. He's like, I really don't want to get involved with those. It's just, you know, pain in the ass. So hopefully people will realize that once you get this board, hopefully all your problems will go away.
3: Oh yeah. If it were only that simple, and it wasn't maybe a, a broken connector or a, or a funny wire somewhere, <laughs> you know, there's a million things that could be wrong with with someone's speech connection. Uh, the board's just the worst one that could it could have been, you know.
2: Oh, I agree. The signal it could have been losing a signal in the connector or anything like that.
3: I ended up writing a decoder for the ROM data uh, sometime around April or May, and I said. Oh, well, I know what would be cool is, you know, Gamatron is supposed to be running the same ROMs as Flight 2000. What if it said Gamatron instead of Blastoff? And so I hacked together a ROM and put it online. And there should be maybe one person who was really interested in it because he happened to have a Gamatron, but nobody else had had actually taken the speech board and made it work I think part of the reason is, is who has extra VSU 100 speech boards? They're, you know, they're like impossible to find. So eventually we start working on hardware implementation. Brian, who has a, a background working with FPGAs, actually cobbled together a an HDL. <laughs> uh, but I convinced him that it wasn't maybe the best course of action because it's hard to find one of those kinds of chips to run the show without a bunch of, it doesn't work at pinball voltages. You know, those things are generally designed for lower voltage and you need more components on the board to make it all work. So I wrote a version in pick assembly uh, on a pic 18 F. Then Brian drew up the, uh, the beautiful schematic and we had boards fabricated.
4: Yeah. And uh, the first <laughs> boards we made, um, you know, we were like, hey, this will be great. Um, <laughs> Turns out they weren't very loud because uh, there's an oversight in uh, our measurements, and so the uh, the speech was actually coming out from minus ten to plus five volts, so it had a fifteen volt swing, and we're just you know PWMing the audio out over a five volt signal, and yeah, so it was kind of quiet, but it it worked. So then we uh, did a second spin with a little op amp, and you know made it louder, and and I think that was the the final revision that you see here
3: well yeah with the exception of, of a couple code tweaks due to bruce bruce was very kind and sent one of that's our true. prototype yeah. boards to to jim at the sanctum who actually has some of these games to put them in because we're just running it on flight 2000 here at, at our place because that's that's all we've really got and jim immediately discovered that some of the speech pitches were completely wrong <laughs> It's some of the, uh, you know, the volume levels coming out were, were sometimes essentially zero. So uh, a couple code patches later, and I think it's, it sounds pretty good.
0: I noticed it's uh, Rev C. That'd be like the third, or at least in the picture it says Rev C. Yeah, it's, so. But it also has an option for custom.
3: Custom. So
0: what's that about?
3: So. On the original board, you could have two ROM chips, and each of those chips could hold two kilobytes of memory. The Flight 2000 ROM is only 2K. It was the first game made with the board, and I think as a result, it was the smallest. All the subsequent games use 4K of ROM. But that chip itself, uh, there's 64K of space dedicated to holding this ROM data. So that means you can have, I think, six or maybe seven custom ROMs. Not that there are that many custom ROMs in existence. But I know that there are some people, like um, I think Scott Charles has been on here before talking about his custom Flight 2000 game ROM, which has a custom speech ROM to accompany it. It'd be possible to program something like that into one of the, the ROM slots on the uh, the chip. And that way you wouldn't have to program ICs and, and bring out your old VSU 100 to make it all work. You just need a... a a copy of Python installed and a serial cable and you can you can write to that chip and uh put whatever you want on it
2: and these are available yes. for sale right now. Where are they available
0: Bruce
2: <laughs> at g l o d s t o n e dot com and at a very very good price I would so say so myself, so saith the Bruce.
4: It's a rigging (laughs) endorsement there.
2: It (laughs) is. Well, you think about it. If you find a used VSU 100, maybe get it for, right now there's one on eBay for $1,000. And there's a couple that were on uh, Pinside for the past month that were at $150, $175. This is brand new $125 plus shipping and handling and tax in New York State. New York State, we get screwed because you guys are, of course. Yeah.
3: Move out of state to buy it, that's what Yes,
2: there you go. Does it mount into the original holes? Yeah, yes. those,
3: those holes are the same dimensions. So,
2: same connectors, same dimensions. All you have to do is, if you want to put your game, you have to flick the dip switches to, to set up your game. So, say, if you have a Flight 2000, you set your dip switches all down, and you're ready.
0: Which, there's a picture on the board that tells you
2: exactly it's what, so what the switches right are. Right
0: yeah, so you yeah. literally don't need instructions. Even Jeff Tielos could install this.
2: What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jeff Teolas from Pinball Profile can install this? Come on.
0: Yep.
2: 100%. <laughs> wow. It's a plug and play. It is a plug and play. And the good thing about this, if your wires are good and everything else, you're going to be very happy hearing your basic older Stern talk to you again. And I know there's not going to be a lot of demand for this, but it will bring back, I think, split second, Even Orbiter 1 people will be like, hey, I can finally get, you know, or if they have a a scratchy maybe amp on their board or, you know, just anything else, this will make it so you can enjoy your older Sterns again. And probably, I hate to say it, Ron, make your older Stern electronic games worth more money.
1: Yay.
2: What are we doing to the market for Stern, Ron?
0: I'm going to play a clip right now of what this thing can do. This is Flight 2000. On the VSU-2.
1: Prepare for admission. Player two,
2: stand by. Player three, stand by. Player four, stand by. So there you go. That's pretty good. And these guys were nice enough. I'm going to give them a ringing endorsement. They made my Gammatron speak. Which Yeah. That, they they that still was the have project. the <laughs> <laughs> They still have the Gammatron at the house and I'm very grateful for what they did for me.
3: Yeah, it it's, it's sitting here uh, safe and sound. Uh, yep. I do want to say, though, I I thought playing Gamatron with the speech made it even better. I was sort of halfway on it before, but now that it's more like Flight 2000,
4: it's hard it. to argue with that, right? It helps I just figure out what to do, too.
2: Yeah, I need another board now for mine, because this is Zach's and mine, uh, Gamatron. So. Oh, I got gotcha. you. See, so I got the I see another. where you're yes. going with this. Yeah. <laughs> and and but, the, Game uh, the Tron is not a plug and plug and play either. I want people to know that too. So they definitely know.
4: Yeah. of Custom stuff
3: going on there. Yeah, we yeah. had to we had to pull up the schematics uh, because depending which version of MPU you've got in it, you might have to do something different with how the wires are connected to it. And since it, since the game was a conversion kit. There were probably three or four different boards that it could have been, been mounted with.
2: Yes, it could have been the, uh, the MPU-100, the Stern original MPU. could have been a 200, possibly, if you were so lucky, or the MPU-35 uh, or 17 from Bally. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you have a lot of different things to deal with that on. If you have any questions, if you do buy this board, only if you buy this board, we can ask them how they did it. <laughs> Don't try to make a, a you know your your VSU one hundred into a speech board for your cabinet for your gamatron.
4: Oh yeah, that'd be uh,
2: risky. That'd be a nightmare. That'd be a nightmare too.
0: And for questions, support, or purchasing assistance, send an email to info at There you go. That's
2: but, right. Uh, Check it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they check it. And definitely you want to, you know, support people who are bringing out new products. And we've always been very, you know, supportive of local people, especially, you know, right around the corner from me. And, and Ron, you know, Ron's only three hours away. But Zach, you know, of course, everyone knows world famous Zach from Slamtail Podcast. We want to help out these guys. So if you're interested, if you got your older Sterns, which we do have a lot of older Stern guys out there, buy it.
4: Buy it. You heard it here first. first, first.
2: Yes, you heard it first. (laughs) So, what besides the, besides the, we know you have uh, Flight 2000, what else have you purchased? And what do you have in your collection right now as we speak?
4: After Flight 2K, we ended up getting a black hole, which is pretty, it's grown on me a lot, actually. When we first got it, I was kind of, I had mixed feelings about it, but it's, it's grown on me. Our Zach would
3: approve. <laughs> yes. can, you name, not, but I... <laughs> can you name a game that has a better lower playfield? Mm.
2: No, I can't.
3: Not really. Right?
2: Because you have you have two sets of drop targets on that lower playfield, plus the spinning, you know, ramp. You know, yeah, I'd say that, and I even Haunted
4: House is good, but I think Black Hole's better. And we got TX Sector and a Judge Dread. Well, TX Sector, I mean, that was, you know, that, that's a great game right there. Awesome it soundtrack. Is.
2: They actually purchased the one from me that was at the bar.
3: I was suspicious, Bruce, because
2: that game showed
3: up. We played it, like, the day after it arrived at the bar, mm-hmm. and we said we really liked it. And the first words out of your mouth were, it's
2: for sale. I'm like, <laughs> Chris, Everything this, is for sale. It's yes,
3: two days. What are you doing?
2: Everything is for sale everything, you know, and I gave them a number and they were like, they talked about it for a couple of weeks and then they came back to me and said, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> and I think it's maybe had like one little hiccup since then. Once in a while, like it goes, it won't boot fully, you know, you'll have to yes, turn off. Yep. Yeah. yeah
4: the, and, and the display, which actually we, we narrowed that down to a, a connector. So I think we'll have to like, I don't know, uh, mess around with that. Maybe repin it. Okay. But yeah.
2: So, what games are you looking for in the future, possibly? What tempts your tummy to the
4: taste of nuts and honey? So, my current uh, fascination, I guess, is um, the Iron Maiden from a year oh. or two ago. Yes, which is uh, so fun, but also very expensive.
2: Oh, come on! <laughs> well, which one do you want? Do you want? Oh, yes, yeah, so I, I, I'd like a
4: limited edition, but you can't really oh. get this anymore.
2: Yeah, you gotta you gotta find a used one, of course. Damn,
0: straight for the limited edition. You're definitely on pin side then.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> one actually just sold. Uh, I want to say like last week. I was like, oh shoot! It was in Massachusetts too. I could have driven by and gotten. it.
2: See, could have waved at Ron. You could have stopped at Ron's house on the way to get that
4: game. Yeah. And that's so why what I
2: said,
3: a- right? You know, we have a friend who's a few miles away in Fairport who's got one.
2: It's one- true. Out. That's true. use <laughs> <you> <laughs> you, you another know. friend with the pro. <laughs> yes. So what, how about you, Jared? What about you? What are you feeling?
3: I'm not 100% sure what the next game of interest is. Uh, we had a chance to get a Tales from the Crypt over the summer, and I'm kind of now kicking myself for saying no. Yeah. yeah. That game is really fun.
2: It's a fun game.
3: Yeah. I like the shots on it.
2: Tails from the crypt.
3: <laughs> but honestly, I think I take I really want a system three. Then there are some other ADBs that I'd accept, you know, if they showed up and it was uh, convenient to get them is the real mm-hmm. issue. I'm not quite like you. I won't I don't want to go drive twelve hours to go get a game. What? Uh, yeah. I yeah no, a game. I, drive twelve maybe hours and then twelve hours
4: round get
1: trip,
2: I'll do that. But you really,
1: you really set a new 24. a
2: new bar. <laughs> twenty four and twenty four, right around. Just flip it.
0: You want a surf and safari? Would be good. Um, Stargate's okay. You to teed off? Teed off? One of my personal favorites.
3: Yeah, I I would like a teed off. I think that that would be pretty neat. But I think even something like a bad girls would be pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> well, Bruce Hi, is girl. a fan,
0: as we know.
2: <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. What else do you think projects in the future do you see yourself doing? Is this just Ooh. the one board and done, or do you see yourself maybe... I... Like, you don't have to say what you're doing, but do you have any ideas?
4: Uh, I right. do have at least one idea.
2: Okay, that's good. Since what's-his-name uh, is not making boards anymore, uh, uh, Rotten Dog is no longer making boards. Oh. You know, Somebody's board's going to be going bye-bye, so... And some are being reproduced by other people, but Rotten Dog had a big selection, so maybe possibly making one of his not remade boards from other people. But I like to see people making boards, so these games will last longer. And this has been a hiccup in the Stern electronic. I think this is besides the S. What is it? The SB100. I think this is the last, second to last board that's you know needed for all the Sterns.
0: What's the last board? Yeah, what's the last board?
2: SB-100, <laughs> the soundboard for the older Sterns. Oh, for Dracula, oh the older old Sterns. The Dracula. Oh,
0: but those yes. things, the sound is so bad.
2: It's terrible. Don't I mean, it. it's you're terrible, better off just the, being quiet. Yes, but it, it is <laughs> the only board that is left for Stern Electronics not being... I think there's prepared. a reason. Yeah, I think there's a reason too. Or you could make the Gamatron CPU boards. <laughs> You've seen that now. <laughs> Ugly thing.
0: For the five people who might have one?
2: Yeah, well, there's probably about ten.
0: Okay, ten.
2: There's five on people, scale. each one has two. Yeah, exactly. you got to have two. <laughs> yeah. You have like...
3: yeah, the exclusive but, uh, provider of Gamatron Electronics. Yes, yeah, there, there
2: was... you go. Pinstar 2. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm glad that you guys are thinking about possibly another project, but support this project for these guys, definitely. We want to see these guys sell, sell,
0: sell. Again, that's the V-S-U-2 at Glodstone, G-L-O-D-S-T-O-N-E dot com.
3: We won't be offended if you don't, because, you know, if you add up the total production numbers of all of those games, it's like, what, 15,000? There's really, there's only so many old sterns out there. And Flight 2000 is probably 75% of it.
1: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: think you're right. But when I was talking to Jim from the Sanctum, he said, this is well needed, because he goes, if these boards fail, I'm screwed. And he puts these on location at the Sanctum, so that's a great thing to see. And he said, I'm going to tell people, once you guys release the information, I'm telling people that it's for sale. And of course, you'll be getting some sales and information from Pinside, of course, but we're like the, kind of exclusive.
0: <laughs> we're kind of <laughs> exclusive.
2: <laughs> kind of exclusive when we're giving the, you know, you're getting the interview, you're getting the talk to the
3: Yeah, you've got us, even if you didn't get invited to Deep Root.
2: There you go. See? Nice. (laughs) Are you guys going to hang out with us? Yeah, let's
0: let's hang out here, and since you mentioned Deep Root... That's a good segue. That's a great segue. (laughs) I didn't even plan that one. So let's get into into Deep Root, because they finally released some stuff.
2: They did.
0: They released a bunch of videos. Yeah. They were on a couple of different podcasts. They were... They had, I think Pinball Profile had one. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh it was Pinball Magazine had like a two-hour interview with Robert Mueller. Yep. And I think they talked about pricing and stuff. See, I haven't had a chance to actually listen to any of those yet, unfortunately. Fail on my part. So I don't really know what was said. So I'll have to wait till the next one. Yes. Uh, unless you, have you listened to any of them?
2: I've listened to a few minutes of the Pinball Profile. <sighs> I love, I just, I love Jeff. you know, of course. Robert Mueller is just, I feel like he's a freaking used car salesman.
0: What do you mean, brother? Yeah,
2: I know. Have you seen the pin bar, dude? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry, Hulk. You know, I think, I think, I, uh.
0: the one part I did read about that was that when they showed it in Houston, Raza, they actually had to pull the pin bar because it was already in development at that point. So they had to redesign the game without the pin bar just to show it, which seems kind of insane.
2: It's stupid. You should have never done that. Because it was
0: only like 60% done at the time.
2: I know. You wasted time, material, and effort. I don't understand that one. But when did you watch the 15-minute video, Ron?
0: Well, of course, Bruce They had all these videos. They had a bunch of them from the original, whatever you want to call it, the the Deep Six, when they were there and, and watched everything. They had a bunch of video of that. But then they had video of gameplay of Raza, and then they had video of the cabinets. Innovations. Like, Indie Innovations, which, of course, that's the one Bruce posted.
1: Yes,
2: from Robert Mueller. Yep.
0: And, I mean, did you guys see the videos? I did
3: not. All I've seen is a, a little bit of the drama in the thread on Pinside. Oh, it's just yes. been. We're not, <laughs> We're not about drama here. We're not about drama here.
1: Just
0: go to YouTube and look up Deep Root, and you'll see their awesome videos. And yes. uh, I, so they have the one that's like the tech video, like this is what it looks like. This is the this is the arcade model. Innovation. This is the extra model, and this is all our innovations.
2: And how the glass comes off. Yeah. You know, the, the and innovative
0: that. way the glass comes off that Bally did in the late '60s and early yes. '70s. The, yes. oh, oh, the piston, the piston thing. But that part, yeah, the pistons. that was that was pretty cool. Uh, I I will say, well, <laughs> you notice Robert said like, here's the back box uh, of my own design. So it's like, so he's the one who came up with the fish tank.
1: Yeah.
0: And he he answered my one question if you remembered when we were talking about uh, when they showed it off on that stream and it kept going into the admin menu, and I'm there, man, yes, I hope you can't door, just you... get into the admin menu. I hope maybe you, maybe you have to open the coin door or something, and he said right in there, you have to open the coin door to get into the admin menu. Okay. Okay, yeah. I just have visions of people hacking into the uh, yeah,
1: the admin into menu into of stuff. the game.
0: The glass, like it, it has two positions. Yep. As it comes up in the one position, the just kind of access the play field, maybe the on-stick-a-ball or something. And then they have the, I want to pull the play field out, and put it up position, so you, you pull it up even more, the glass.
2: And then you lock it into with yep. a little And then little, you little pull arm. up the
0: play field, which looks like it had service rails all the way down. like yep. the, All the way, like Pinball 2000. Pinball Like 2000, uh, Jersey yes. Jack, I think, does it, too. Yes. And then when you put the play field up, it's like straight up, directly in the yes. center of the cabinet. I liked it. Looked cool to me.
2: It so, looked cool. I like this, the pin bar. The pin bar is the best part.
0: Yep. You showed off the pin bar. Pin bar looks cool. And make no mistake, the pin bar is their one differentiating feature. Yes. From their game to anyone else's game. I mean, it's not the fish tank, like pack box, or the way the art is, or anything else. I mean, if you look at Raza, honestly, from above, it looks like it could be a, a Williams game from the 90s, Yes, honestly. It's when you see that pin bar.
2: Yes. And it's in the prime location for real estate. Because most people are looking at their flippers when they're flipping. Instead of looking all the way up, you're looking down. And there's a lot of options with it. You can select, select your skill shot and...
0: Buy stuff from a store and game-specific yeah. things. And he went through the whole yep. menu. Looked yep. very easy to understand. Yep.
1: Listen, brother. Listen, brother.
0: <laughs> see how awesome and innovative the pin bar is, dude. <laughs> so the um, gameplay... Did you see the gameplay video?
2: Uh, a little bit of it.
0: That confused me in a couple ways. Yes.
2: Well, they kept on saying you got to
1: hit Ned.
0: Well, here, okay, a couple of things. That's the thing that couple really things. bothered me. I'm going to sound like a dick here, but they started the video off with a cool tracking shot of like Steve Bowden and, um, oh, I can't remember the other guy's name. I, I'm sorry. They're tracking them walking into the, the auditorium or whatever, and you see yes. the rig there, and there's the game. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. i never seen a tracking shot like that before. That looked like a like a movie thing or something. Yeah. And then they start and, and you can see they have camera like right on the pin bar, and the play field camera, et cetera. It's like, cool. Okay. Good start. When Steve started playing the game, I don't know if it did this for you, but it looks like it's th- at 30 frames. Yeah. It was not at 60 frames, no. like the, the ball motion, which immediately that's yeah. like, no, you can't do that. You got to put your best foot forward, man. It's got to look like awesome. Whatever it takes.
2: Well, like they're hitting Ned in the background. How many times did he hit Ned before it actually well, registered? They, it you know,
0: like? I'm hitting Ned. You can't see Ned. I couldn't tell what he was hitting in the back. They really needed one extra mini camera to show Ned. Cause I believe yeah. it's some character that like pops up and you gotta time yeah. it and hit him. And that wasn't happening. Like no, I couldn't see, they... I couldn't see it. So I had no idea what he was shooting. Yep. And then Steve had his, his hat on and it kept covering up the pin bar. So I couldn't I see the pin bar either.
2: And you had to highlight your parts of the game that you really want to show off.
0: I mean, if you're going to shoot Ned, you need to show Ned, and I yes. couldn't see Ned.
2: Oh, I, did, I, I was I, all of a sudden, you know, it's supposed to, you know, light up letters in the middle. I'm sitting there going, yeah, and, and, and looked, Steve oh, says, oh, you, you know, know I, I
0: need, I need to hit Ned, and it lights up the letters like okay, and he keeps shooting it back there, and I'm not seeing any letters lighting up. Like,
2: no, and I'm sitting there going, damn, is, is this the game broken? What, what's going on? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. But the shots were makeable. It looks okay. It looks okay. I, just, I need to flip it. I need to flip yeah. it.
0: Yeah. I mean there's nothing in the game that's oh my god, like this is No,
2: no, nothing at all except for the pin bar. The the wow is the pin bar.
0: The wow is the pin bar. Yes. So what do you guys think of the pin bar?
3: I think the concept is pretty cool and I I think I agree with a lot of people when I say that there's a lot of potential for like a whole extra set of depth to a game because you have Different interactions of of things happening right in front of you. You know, you think of like the video mode on a game where you're you're pounding buttons. But what else could be done with that pin bar that takes that to
4: a new level? Yeah, and a lot of times when they have the little video cutscenes, you're looking up at the video or something, and you're distracted, and then all of a sudden the ball gets released. Imagine
0: if they did like Tetris on it or something. How fast <laughs> you could do that with your fingers! They do. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, or the video modes you could do with that. You could. I'm just. There, there is an endless supply of, of possibilities that you possibilities. could do with that. I just think. I think they need another game. Yes. Raza was
3: the filler.
2: The
0: it was yeah. Make the Zidwer people a legal whole. Filler. I really question why they hired John Papadou.
2: No, it was stupid. I think nothing
0: personal a against them. them, but there's so much baggage, and you've had to spend so much money for these Zidware people, and then this is your first game. This shouldn't have been... It should have been, like, The Who or Goonies. Yeah. Or maybe they're just like, this is our first introduction, it's going to be a simpler... It's going to be like an old Williams game, and we wanted to start with this, just to kind of whet your appetite, and the next game is going to be The Who or Goonies or something.
2: So, when is this game coming out? That's the only thing I've heard that wasn't really, like...
3: Right. Have they given time? any details about work that they've put into these other games so far? Because I know that the timeline with with uh, Reza was a really huge point of contention.
0: Other than there was a Facebook post of one of the guys who's doing videos for the games and he posted some of the stuff he's been working on and and they looked awesome. They and you did. could kind of tell what, what some of the games were like. I think one looked like it was for the Merlin game. Another one thought it, it looked like it was for—I don't—I don't remember. But that's all I've seen as far as how far they are along on the other games. Mm-hmm. I've seen nothing else. And the the Deep Six were released further from their NDA.
2: And they all said there was no manufacturing. Yeah, at that all. was
0: the main thing. That yeah, everything else has come oh. out, but the one thing is they didn't see any manufacturing.
2: And. There really, I heard, I didn't listen to it all, but there really was no mention of manufacturing in the interviews.
3: Yeah, it's hard to build a game without a production line.
2: And unfortunately, I've been in the manufacturing part of it with large equipment, and it's not easy. It's not an easy gig. And if if you're now, now we can criticize, because now he's taking money. He's taking deposits.
0: I don't know how you could possibly... I want to see an assembly line.
2: Exactly. I'm sorry. I want to see something. Jersey Jack showed it. Even Highway Pinball showed their assembly line.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jersey Jack, Guns and Roses, they, they went out of their way to show. They did all the interviews in the factory. It's yes. like, look at all this these lines behind us.
2: It's yes, like we're we're, we're making here. machines. Take my money. Have, have we seen American Pinball's
0: assembly line? Um, some people have. I think it, yes. it's because it's it's more than just pinball. They have the whole. I think they have redemption yes. stuff, too. We do
2: have redemption stuff, yeah. too. Yeah. But I know, people, I know people who have been in the factory. So I know And, well, they, not... and
0: they've made games, so obviously... Exactly. They're being manufactured.
2: <laughs> exactly. So... But as soon as you start taking money and people have questions... Yeah. Don't ignore the questions.
0: We'll have to see. We'll have to see.
2: Did you, now, did you go over the pricing with this? If you go to Deep Root, Pinball, you can actually see the pricing. Oh,
0: they do have the pricing.
2: Oh, it's up.
0: Okay, hold on. Let's let's investigate the pricing. Deep Root Pinball. Well, yes. oh, wait a minute. It went to Pornhub. Oh, wrong Deep Root. Sorry. Uh, Picture? Oh, Soviet that shop. looks nice. I know it does. It does. It Look really... at that chrome with the topper. It's the first time I've seen the topper.
2: Yeah, the topper. Uh...
0: Man,
3: you
0: you hate everything. Doesn't Bruce hate everything?
3: Yes, he's very critical.
0: He is. <laughs> You better hope you never make a product, Bruce.
2: I did make a product.
0: It was called Silverball Saloon and everyone liked it, so fuck you Ron. So let's see. Okay, the arcade edition. Hmm, so it's not forty nine hundred. No, it's, it's not. Fifty-eight ninety-nine. Did they explain do they have distributors or is it all just gonna be sold through them?
2: They really have not explained that too much either. I think they have overseas distributors right now. They have one or two. But I don't think they've talked about U.S. distributors. So, did you put that regular one in your CDE options or anything like that when you bought that first one? Or did you not even do that, put that in your cart?
0: Huh? I'm viewing the game you, right you now. view
2: the game. Okay. Yeah. And then if you, you put it in your cart and view the cart, there's options out in the bottom. Oh. Well, there let's are let's a lot of options. Let's just go over them.
0: Your yeah, coin door can be powder coated. The pin bar screen protector you can get. So it truly is yep. like a cell phone. kit screen mm-hmm. protector. Rings, either standard or neon. Shaker motor. Toys. What does that mean? Standard. Dizzy doozy stationary net figure. If you want upgraded toys, you get the ramp stickers, atomic shop sign, motorcycle, and jet star.
2: Mm hmm. There's a lot of options, though.
0: Here's the problem, though: if you're going to have a lot of options, the base price has to be lower.
2: Thank you. When you add oh, did, did, I, did I beat cr- you there?
0: Because if, you're, yes, if you're, you if you if it's like forty nine ninety nine with no options, then like okay, but it's already more than a Stern Pro for their Arcade Edition, which is supposed to be their like Arcade Edition for location. Yeah, I would they're assume in,
2: they're in between Stern and Jersey Jack. Yeah, but originally. According to Robert, he was going to be the same pricing as the pro. Mm.
1: He
2: de- he stated that for three years, hasn't he, or has he not?
0: I don't know, brother. I don't remember, dude.
2: Yeah, I know. Thank you. Thank you for your uh, limited memory, Robert Hulk Bueller.
3: So we've never taken delivery of a, a new inbox pin, but there's an option on here called the Pin Pod.
2: Pin Pod. Yes, it's a foldable tear down. Wood box. Wood box. Is this, on the sides.
3: Is this solving a problem I'm not no. aware of? No.
0: It's <laughs> no. if you want to bring your game to a show. If you want to reuse the, show,
2: you reuse the box, yes. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, it's instead of, you can actually break this piece down so it's actually thin pieces of wood. And then what happens is afterwards you can clip it all back together and make it into a box again and then ship your game again or bring it to a I show. I think they showed,
0: that was one of the videos. They showed yeah. the PinBot. PinPod. Yeah. PinPod. All right. So that's the arcaded version. I want to see... So how
2: much... So the, the extra edition is $9,500. And there's still options on that.
0: Let's see. $9,499. $9, Damn. Uh, just a couple. The PinBar screen protector and the shipping container. That's it. Yeah.
2: You can't give me the PinBar screen protector for the extra 90 bucks. You have to charge me. What's the, the Super
0: can... one. The extra, was it Arcade Extra? That's oh, no, like that's true. I thought there was two different variants oh, no. of the extra version. I, I guess not.
2: No. I actually
0: kind of like that. I, honestly, the less versions, the, the better. The less the, versions easier, the better. The easier, the better. The easier it'll that. keep, yeah.
2: I agree with that. But if you add every option, so you add the coin door, you add the pin bar protector screen, you add the purple-coated legs and trim, you add the shaker motor, which comes with the standard one. You add the rings. You add the upgraded toy package. You upgrade, upgrade the GI lighting. It's an LED strip along the bottom of the glass, almost like pin uh, pin stadiums. You add the anti-reflective glass. You add the topper, which is not included on the regular one. Well, wait,
0: I, I <laughs> have to add GI lighting? Like it's not yes. bright enough? Well,
2: no, it's G, It's actually like a pin, pin stadium. Oh, okay. But they call it GI lighting, which is a bad description of it. You add the pin care kit, which sounds like, you know, like a goodie bag that you don't get. A support package, you get the enhanced support for lifetime ownership of video support and product uh, quality. The warranty package, you can get. Guess how much you're up to, Ron? How much are you up to? $9,494. It's $5 less.
0: So I should get the arcade and just add everything, and I get a four dollar uh, savings.
2: Savings, yes.
0: I don't think so though, because it has a different back box.
2: It does have a different. Well, if you wanted to have like the way they were saying it is, if you wanted to have the Williams back box style. So if so I don't want the fish tank, other...
0: I can yes. just get the arcade edition and add everything. And add everything. I would think that's going to make manufacturing a bitch. Like oh, all my these build to order, like all these various. Part, like, oh, yeah, because the amount of options, just do the math on how many different. Oh, yeah. You can have, like, 50 different variants with all the stuff they have.
2: Well, luckily, they got manufacturing now with their Octo manufacturer. Oh,
0: the Octo manufacture. Yes. Well, we'll see.
2: Yeah, I'm just, I, I, when I added up all the pricing and people are saying that, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, it's about the same price. And they don't even tell you what the standard warranty is is. Like, you know, it says extended warranty US. US only doubles the warranty period. Outlined in your customer agreement.
0: So it doubles the warranty. If your warranty was a month, that's now two months.
2: Yeah, but it, unfortunately it doesn't tell you what the warranty package is. The- well
0: maybe that's in one of the um things we have to listen to.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh Yeah.
3: Okay. Hey but you get a discount on your box.
2: Oh yes. And then they st- I don't know if anybody really got into the monthly fees with them, but we'll have to listen in and we'll talk about this. Oh, the DLC. Yeah, the DLC. Because
0: you might get all the hardware, but you might not necessarily get all the software.
2: Yes, which is another.
0: Yeah, we, we, we beat that to death on the last one. So we'll, yes, we'll move we on.
2: Uh, guess what? Guess what I've been doing for the past week, Ron?
0: Um, working. No. Oh, so you're goofing off
2: yes okay i'm in quarantine
0: oh oh my
2: yeah a person at my work uh came in didn't know he had it and he came back positive so for the past eight days i've been inside the house only going out for going to the doctor for going for my tests which i have been negative i've been negative on the first one and i'm waiting for it back for my second negative hopefully
0: yeah COVID sucks
2: COVID sucks. But I feel more bad for Kathy. She's stuck in the house with me.
0: Oh, poor Kathy.
2: <laughs> I told her today we're gonna to take a field trip. We're gonna to go to the arcade today.
0: What arcade?
2: The front bed <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing her out. <laughs> Moving on up. I took her breakfast yesterday. I made breakfast.
0: <laughs> I'll take you to the arcade, honey. Wow, thank you. What a
3: romantic.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am, yeah, Mister Romance here. Oh my! I
3: thought he was gonna say the garage.
2: Oh, the garage is now a bomb, guys. Since the last time you've seen it, <laughs> the bowlers in there, the coolers oh. are in there.
3: How how did you have room for the bowler?
2: It's vertical. Oh, wow. Oh, my
0: God. It's vertical. <laughs> it, do, it does so, break into pieces, though.
2: Yes, it does. So the ver- the, the height of the, lay- the lane pieces and everything is eight and a half feet. So now leaning against the wall. Yeah. The Chex Arcade. And then the picture I sent Ron before.
0: You, I don't remember. What did you send me?
2: The NFL, Namco NFL football. Oh. It's like gridiron fight, but better. For... Roller controller, so four people can play football. Like, X doesn't know it's Atari.
0: Did you know four people could play Alien?
2: No. That's a really? weird
0: segue right there, but yeah. That's
2: really, I, I can play with my Alien. That's what I call it.
0: Uh, I call it Alien. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, Alien, Pinball Brothers, they are going to be coming out with Alien.
2: A remake. Great. In two weeks, they said their announcement was going to be, but they've sent out a press release.
0: Yeah, which I have here. The interesting thing to me, they, they still they still haven't said whether it's going to be wide-body or not, have they? Or, no, know? they have
2: not. But people are assuming it's still going to be wide-body. But they, they took out a lot of stuff. <laughs> and one of the important things I think they took out is a bad thing.
0: Oh, uh, they took out the screen the display in the, the center. screen in, in the center. But here's the other video. interesting thing. They're offering this voucher. Yes. Like 50% yes. off if you're one of the people who got screwed. Paid screwed by who? Highway.
2: And who bought Highway?
0: Here's the thing. On their announcement, they have a thing. Can we help people that prepaid Highway for the first-generation Alien game? That so we will offer vouchers worth at least 50% of their loss to any private customer who prepaid for an Alien pinball machine from Highway Pinball that was not delivered. Why vouchers? This is Pinball Brothers is not Highway Pinball. Wrong. Wrong. Here's the thing. This is from several reliable sources. The last batch of aliens were done under the Pinball Brothers brand.
1: Yes.
0: They say Highway on them, but if you look at the circuit boards, they say Pinball Brothers. Yes. So to say they they're bought the that. company. So to say that they're not liable or they're not going to pay up is utter bullshit. It is. They took over. They were the investors. They took yes. over and then they booted Andrew Highway from the company. This-
2: and then they tried to make a go at it themselves, which they made one set of games. But they bought, you know, they are the investors. And then
0: I believe they declared what bankruptcy or whatever the hell Bank they did.
2: And they moved, yes. Yeah, yes. But guess what? You still were the original people. It's not like you. And it's not like me or you buying the company, Ron. It's still the same people. Yeah,
0: it's still the Pinball Brothers, the ones who yes. owned the company for the last yes. run. Yes. So I'm just. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people like, how nice of them giving 50% off? It's like, okay. No,
2: they took your money. They took half your money. They should be saying, hey, they should be almost doing what Dutch Pinball did. Hey, we know we got your money still. If we sell 10 aliens, I'll be able to then, one of the original people who put their money in will get their piece. And what they also don't talk about is all the kits they sold. For the aliens.
0: It's Alien. Everyone calls it Aliens and it bugs the shit out of me.
2: Okay, so Alien. But they sold a lot of kits for the Alien. And they never shipped one of those. So all those people who had the other game, what was it? Uh, full f- Throttle. Yeah, Full Throttle. And wanted to swap in like they were supposed to be able to. Never was able to. Mm-hmm. And their money's lost. And they don't bring that up in their questionnaire thing. No, they don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's with Dutch? They're actually making games. They're trying to make us look bad after all the shit we said. And,
2: and they want to make games, I heard, for the Pinball Brothers.
0: Yeah, I, that's a rumor. Yeah, they're going to manufacture the these alien games. Yikes. Like, wow.
2: So, l- don't, don't finish what you first started. Let's try to take on some more things. <laughs> Are they
3: saying how many of these they're planning on making?
2: Well, no, not at all.
3: So, no real details.
2: No real details. Nah, no, no, no money,
3: no cost, nothing.
2: Yeah, we, and, yeah, no nothing. So, we're still left in the dark, and maybe we will get information later on, but would I trust this company? Not at all. <laughs> I would actually buy it from the original distributors from... Uh,
0: Cointaker.
2: Cointaker. I would buy it from them, because they at least weren't giving the money until they got the machines, or they were shipping the machines. I would not buy direct from these people. And if that's the only way they do it, I'll get one used eventually. And we see how good their support's been for the older Highway games. I heard people trying to contact them, like, now, since they say they're going to remake it. Like, hey, I need these parts. And they're, like, ignoring people. Hmm. Yeah, so what does that tell you?
3: Uh, everything's dead to them except New Alien. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Lovely. Okay. Well, <laughs> there was a Gary Stern interview. On the super awesome pinball show.
2: Hey guys, how we doing?
0: It was a good interview. You should listen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Was he drinking?
0: Yep. And man, he he really went off on the mod makers and shit too. Really? Oh yeah. What would he say? Because they're violating trademarks. You now, if you put like an R two D two topper on the top of your game that you made yourself, or or, you, or you're selling one. Okay. Well, basically, he said, like, even, even making one for yourself and putting on your game technically is a violation, but nobody cares. No one's going to go after you for that, but what you can't do is sell it. You can't bring it out to a show and have, like, hey, look at this non-licensed topper I have, or look at this non-licensed uh, software version I have. Because he said what we said when we talked about this, uh, the example I used, if somebody involved with Iron Maiden went to Pinburg and saw that Iron Maiden there playing all the disco songs... Mm-hmm. and be like, what the fuck is this? What what have you done to our game? What, what What is this? This is, like, not right. And basically, that's what Gary said has happened at least yep. one occasion. Is there are licensors have come back saying, like, you're letting this happen?
2: It's just getting really bad. We see it with Twitch. And now, <laughs> what did you hear about the one state sen- uh, 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 senator who wants to fine people for doing... Uh, issues with Twitch. They think they should be fined.
0: I think Twitch should just pay. That's like YouTube also. did. Like yeah. YouTube made agreements with the, the people. So you you notice you don't have issues on YouTube. Well, for the most part. But I mean, you're not going to get I've had stuff like muted or, or said was a violation but they never put strikes against me or said they were going to pull my channel.
3: Oh, you said pull. Yes,
2: I did. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about that?
3: Well, I know that YouTube has a, a number of issues where people will put in stuff that is in the public domain in the background, and it will still get copies striked or or muted mm-hmm. just because of um, really overzealous automated claims against channels. But I don't know what the real solution is here for the pinball scene, because you know one big factor I think that needs consideration is – people love modding their pinball machines and the whole history of you know personal ownership of these games is is steeped in that
0: yeah but if you, what Gary was basically saying if you go to a show like say Texas where you have all these high end games that people have made all their own mods for and you got like some super duper tron topper that says tron on it if that wasn't licensed that's that's a violation that's a problem what if
2: you're in Texas and you got a real gun on your Guns and Roses topper that <laughs> fires all <off> bullets. <laughs> that seems like that's a good thing
0: for Texas. That's fine. As long as it doesn't say Guns and Roses on it, you're all set. Okey <laughs>
3: Yeehaw. Celebratory gunfire is a staple
2: of Texas tradition. <laughs> exactly. So you get the multi-ball and...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I took my Cactus Canyon and replaced those fake plastic guns with the real deal.
2: Yeah. I shot my hands out. <laughs> I
0: literally (laughs) shot myself playing the game.
2: Uh. Uh, I don't know. There's really no easy solution. So now if you, let's just say this. So GM should go after every copyright holder that puts a decal on the side of their car saying GM rocks or, you know, or, Anything like that? Or like well, unless they Hobbs bought
0: it from, people. unless they got it from GM, unless it's yeah, well, licensed from GM.
2: Hobbs, you see those Calvin and Hobbes? Yeah, that's a, a violation. I know it is, but do you see them? You see them everywhere hunting yeah. these people down? No, of course not. It's just overzealousness. I think you can't control this. Even commenting about it is a no-win situation. So you think
0: you just screw it? Just open the floodgates?
2: No, you can't do that either. You have i mean, to, you can't
0: have Stern pay, who paid a ridiculous amount of money for that. Wonderful. Awesome R two D two topper, and then have someone else just do the same thing, but not pay a cent, and then sell it.
2: I don't see anybody done that. Outside. I know, but I'm
0: just saying that I've seen mods out there of like like a, a Iron Man shooter rod and all that.
2: When you're charging a thousand dollars for a topper, and I can make it for two hundred fifty dollars and be maybe just as good, or maybe even better. Maybe I will make my own for two hundred fifty dollars. You can make
0: your own; else. that's fine. You just can't bring it to a show. Yeah, bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, uh, Bruce is giving Gary. the middle okay. finger to Gary Stern.
2: You got it, because you vodka bastard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, great. He's never coming on our show now. Thank you.
2: No, he never will be. <sighs> just like other people won't be.
0: Couldn't we have him on the show, like, just talk about old Stern? We could. Because that would piss people off, too.
2: It would be. Hey, we're going to have Gary Stern on. and
0: We have an hour-long discussion on Orbiter 1.
2: The <laughs> problem is, he was probably in such a drunk stupor back then. He probably didn't really remember. Oh, what no. Happens.
0: He re- supposedly from, I've been told from multiple people, he, he has stern electronic stories all the time. Ooh,
2: that's a good thing.
0: So, yeah. So, Gary, forget what he called you. Come on. Come on our show.
2: I don't, I don't see anybody really. I think it just makes bad blood. Why piss off your consumer? All right. It seems like that's been the goal lately for these people.
0: Well, you know what doesn't piss me off, Bruce? The fact that new nine ball playfields are available. Yes! Do you love these segues? These are incredible.
2: Nine ball playfields and plastics are available from. Mirko. Mirko.
0: And I've already seen at least one post showing how the art's wrong.
2: Yes, I know.
0: <laughs> it didn't take long. No, I
2: guess it didn't. the
0: shadows on the, the pool balls, you know, the main thing in the center playfield isn't correct. Yeah. But, I mean, I guarantee you, though, it looks way better than mine.
2: Oh, it does. And mine is, mine is pretty hosed. You know, it's getting worse all the time, of course.
0: Really? I thought yours was decent.
2: It's decent. Compared but, to uh, mine. It's uh, the one you were, got a
0: Pintastic, right?
2: Yeah, the one I got a Pintastic, but it is chipping because it was at the bar for a while. So, And my, my lock save lane, you know where the lock is, and it injects out of the lock hole. My 3000 is barely readable. It's mostly worn away because it pops up what we need to make guys i'm sorry we need to make stern spinners and stern extended spinners that is the next goal i want to see extended somebody extended
0: spinners for nine ball for nine ball the one game it was used on yep i don't know if you're going to get that but at least make the regular spinners
2: yeah make the regular ones guys come on that's the next thing i think we need to make and you don't only have to make the stern ones the s the, the Steberg, the s you know with the
0: yeah that's fine
2: that's fine by me I don't need the specialty ones for sea witch and all hot hand, high hand, and everything else. No, just give me a stern one. I'll be happy. Okay. Pinball life, get into it. So, would you pay nine hundred dollars for your plastic set and your nine ball playfield? Yeah, sure. I would too,
0: even though I only played eight hundred dollars for the game.
2: Yeah, I know. I paid twelve.
0: Eight hundred dollars <laughs> for the game, including an extra populated playfield.
2: I know. Hey, you can swap that over easier now, right? That
0: I've, uh, oh, i ripped so many parts off of that poor play field. No, 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 but I
2: mean, you at least have the wiring harness there and everything like oh, that. Oh, I've That's already, i
0: ripped stuff off of that too.
1: Oh,
2: boy. <laughs> at least you have your guidance. You have your guidance and your posts and everything like that. Well, hopefully they're on the right stuff. spot. Hopefully. You have another one to look at too, so you have two to look at.
0: Mm. Mm. So that was nine ball.
2: Yes. Would you guys do a play, would you guys do a play field swap, Jared and Brian? If you had the chance
3: uh, for, well, for which game?
2: Let's just say nine ball. If you had a nine ball. Yeah. If, if
3: I had your nine ball, Bruce, <laughs> yeah, right. I would do a play field swap. That, <laughs>
2: yeah. that thing
3: has seen better days.
2: It's not that bad. If you haven't seen Ron's. you haven't like, seen Ron's mine. mine
0: then. <laughs> when he got it, it's when he first got that, I was like, wow, way better than mine.
3: Yeah. Maybe well, the mine
2: it, was bad. The Ron's is worse.
3: Have you seen one that hasn't been played to death?
2: There's a couple out there, but they're very rare, and they're expensive. Did you see the auction yesterday from uh, the guy in California?
0: The guy in California? Arnold Schwarzenegger?
2: No, the one that IFPA always talks about on their website, the Captain Jacks or something like that. Let me see. Hold on. Billy Joel? You're being an asshole. Yes, I am. Oh, did I say that? I know that. That's why when I When you say guy in that.
0: California...
2: Captain's Auction Warehouse. There you go. That's exactly what it is. He had an auction yesterday. It was uh, online, and they had a cheetah on there. Collector's Quality. Oh, boy. How much do you think a Collector's Quality cheetah went for?
0: $6,000.
2: Oh, oh, hold on. Let me give you some ideas of what the other prices went for.
0: The other prices went for? You mean the other games went for?
2: Yep. Cyclone. Cyclone. Went for $3,700.
0: Okay, $7,000.
2: Hold on. 4K Stern Harley-Davidson. A Data east Jurassic Park went for 4900 What do you think a Cheetah went for?
3: $7,000.
2: $7,000. Jared or Brian, any uh, guesses?
3: I'm going to go with more than that. I'm going to go with like...
2: So you're eight. saying higher. You're saying higher. higher. Yeah, I'm
3: say higher.
4: That. Brian? Yeah, yeah, probably around there. I mean, well, you said it was like, uh, Did they say collector collectors, you collector have to quality. give a number, otherwise one of us yeah. can't win. Sure. I'll do uh 8,500. 8,500.
2: Okay. Okay. You're all wrong.
0: It was a thousand dollars. 4,300. 4,300.
2: Okay. 4,300 for collector quality cheetah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that sounds than like all the inside wants. I guess mm-hmm. it's not as
0: popular as uh, we thought.
2: Yeah, so, you know, you could have – what would you rather have paid, $4,900 for a East Jurassic Park or $4,300 for a cheetah?
3: I'd probably take the Jurassic Park, to be honest.
2: No <laughs> way.
3: You can get a much cheaper
0: Jurassic Park.
3: Yes, exactly. You know what? I think the only part of a cheetah I need is, uh, is the backlass. <laughs>
2: the backlass is the worst part.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's iconically bad. It How is. about Stargazer? <laughs> That's got a good backlass, right?
2: I've got a great black
4: glass.
2: (laughs) That's a great game.
4: It is a great game.
2: We all love that game. Yeah. So that's what some of the pricing went for yesterday at that pop-up auction in California. And plus that's not including fees, which were the tax was 8.5%. The fee was 15%. And then you got to think about shipping if you're going to ship it across country.
1: So your
2: $4,300 Cheeto went to $5,500. (laughs) <laughs> Yikes.
0: Speaking of pricing changes, Segways are gold. Stern Rewards Program. Yes. Are you familiar with the Stern Rewards Program?
2: I have used the Stern Rewards Program twice in my life.
0: For those who don't know what the Stern Rewards Program is... What is it, Ron? Basically, it's if you're in the top 1,000 ranked in IFPA.
2: Or if you're at a monthly best... Qualifier in the past, like you're the top three.
0: Okay, if you're one of those things, you are eligible to get a discounted game from Stern through IFPA.
1: Yes, one
3: a year. What kind of discount are we talking about?
0: I will explain. I might even use some numbers.
2: Uh, No, No. uh, we like Josh.
0: (laughs) Well it is, it, well here's the thing discount. though, it's, it's it's not Josh anymore because and, and that's the other part of it.
2: Yeah.
0: So the way it used to work, like my Deadpool. So you send an email to IPA, so like how much for a Deadpool premium with the rewards program? And they'll give you a price. And what they used to do is Josh Sharp works for Raw Thrills. He's their chief financial officer. Yes, yeah, CFO. So they would use um raw thrills is shipper and it would be like for me it was like 179 bucks yep which is good cheap. that's that's cheap and then you would get the discounted price and there you go sounds good it worked great with deadpool
2: worked great with batman 66 and with uh iron maiden i think i did yes
0: so what's changing now is starting in 2021 and here's where pisses. games shipped in 2021 So, if you already ordered this the old way, and it's not going to be delivered this year, which pretty much, unless it's Stranger Things or Beatles, it's not, you are going to now be affected by this. IFPA is no longer going to be, it's not going to be through Raw Thrills anymore, and Josh, for the most part. You still send him an email, but it's going to go to Stern, and you're going to buy it through Stern directly. Yes.
2: Which is a first.
0: Which is a, well... They Stern just started selling the Star Wars, the <laughs> pin, on their site. Directly. And they have said they are going to start selling more games directly. For some people, this actually doesn't affect them in any way because the price will not change. Well, it will change slightly. The one difference is the shipping is now flat 300 fee. So if you lived in California or like you know, way far away where your Raw Thrills price would have been 300 anyway. anyway, yeah. maybe it won't
2: affect you. Or if you're a commercial and you had a loading dock where they used a different truck, you didn't need a lift gate, you know that kind of stuff. It, affects, it doesn't affect you either. So
0: <laughs> the issue is, Stern will be charging tax depending on the state you live in. Huh? Yeah, it's part of the um, Wayfair Nexus thing. The thing that happened like two years ago where they enacted this and it affected certain distributors. Once you sell like a certain amount of product, you have to start charging tax or something like that.
2: You You, you actually have to have a sales tax ID in that state you're selling.
0: So if you're stir, like if you live in um, Illinois and you're you're like 10 minutes from the factory, you have to pay tax. So what a lot of people will do is they will just have it shipped to somewhere in Wisconsin, which is 20 minutes away, grab it and then come back because Wisconsin doesn't have the tax. But in our case, we live in the Nazi state of New York.
2: Hail Cuomo! Hail Cuomo! <laughs> you
0: know that there's going to be a tax. Of course there is. And there was.
2: Here's the funniest thing. They have to deal in the state of New York. Each county has its own sales tax base. Did you know that, Ron? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So.
0: so where I am, it's like 8%. My my tax, which oh, I pretty much gave away the price, but. It's $535 -hmm. more than I would have had to pay before.
2: Yes. That's the best way to say it because then... Well, yeah, I just gave it
0: away. I did give it away because I just said the percentage. So if you're good with math, you already know what the price is. Yes. But if I lived in Massachusetts or New Jersey, I'm all set. I'd pay the same thing I would have paid before. Well, except the extra shipping.
1: Yeah, the extra shipping.
2: But that's not
0: not not a big deal.
2: So now... If you get this game,
0: yeah. The thing is, because I, I first heard about this through the one thread we're in. Like, I'm in New York. I'm 20 minutes from Massachusetts. So, in theory, if I had friends, you know, I could have it shipped ship somewhere in Massachusetts, and I could go pick it up. Yes. You know, in under like an hour, I would probably have it. So yes, it, I, you you could do it in a way that wouldn't affect me. If you're in California, and it takes you seven or eight hours of driving just to get out of the state. Mm-hmm. You're screwed. Plus, their taxes are probably even
2: higher than ours. Uh, eight and three quarters in California.
0: Probably. Yeah. And they have a lot of top players in California. I'm sure they have a lot of people who use the rewards program.
2: Oh, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So it is a detriment because literally the pricing now with the tax charge and people on eBay don't sometimes don't charge tax is almost equal. I showed Ron... Where it was free shipping and no tax, and here you go and Ron's like, yeah, it's about the same price.
0: Yeah, and you could get if you get one from the right distributor, you can now get it cheaper yes. than you could with the rewards program, depending on what state you live in.
2: And it's not the fault of IFPA. Well, it's, it's not, not the fault. Their it's fault. not the
0: fault of Stern. They 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 no. have to follow the law.
2: They have to follow the law. It's just a disappointing thing where certain people will get affected more than others right now.
0: Yeah, I was disappointed.
2: Eventually everyone will be affected. Cuz once they start selling into those states more and more, they have to by law start charging tax. <sighs> and if not, if you don't get charged the tax, you should be reporting this on your IRS yep, tax Yep, you should. <laughs> yep, there's a thing right on there on
0: the New York state one. Have you paid yep. have you bought any out of state blah 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 blah
2: and been charged and not been charged sales yep. tax? What do you feel about that, guys? Ugh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in an eight percent tax zone as well, and it's yep. it's pretty terrible, especially for expensive items. Yep.
2: Here's the funny thing: I'm 15 minutes away from these guys, and I get I'm only at seven and a quarter because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a different county. Yeah. Each county in New York State is different.
0: So I, sh- I should have my game shipped to you.
2: Yes, it'd be a little cheaper. Hmm. So you could do that. And but the funny thing is, if you live in Utica, it's ten percent.
0: Wow! Ouch! Yeah.
2: yeah. But uh, what do you think, guys? Do you think this is gonna be
0: a? Well, it's only gonna affect a thousand people.
3: Yeah, yeah I, I, I was, was gonna say I, I feel better about not being good at pinball.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Where's your benefit for this?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, that was honestly at this point that was my whole impetus for having a higher ranking, 8, is to yes, take advantage you. of this. This was like the main reason.
2: Yep. And now you have all this extra money, because you're not going out, you're not shipping... Yeah, not and, and my flying, ranking not-
0: is going to hold, because I actually played in January.
2: Yes, yeah, so did I, so. And
0: did good. I got a crap load of points in Indisc, yep. due to re- ridiculous uh, Classics performance over my head, two days in a row. So I got all kinds of points, so...
2: I did pretty good in New York I, States, I would be set so. for...
0: You know, this year and, and and next year, I would have another opportunity to get a game.
2: You just have to have it shipped to my parents' house. I could do that. And drive for six hours.
0: Oh well, no, I don't want to do that.
3: You're going to need a whole new exclusive benefits club for uh, top players now. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't tell anyone about it. It's got to be a secret.
0: Oh, or you start a you start a service like you have drop off zones. Like certain addresses you just sit in the <laughs> our, parking our, lot, you know, like, yeah. like the Western Massachusetts Pinball Club or something. You just uh, – yeah, that's the address. The truck shows up in the parking lot. You're already there. Like, yep, I'm the guy. Here's it's my me. ID. Come on. Sign oh, yeah. it. <laughs> put it in the car. You're no. off.
3: Boom. Just have them drop it off at one of the the service plazas along the mass plate. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if you could do you're that. You do it at the
2: UPS store. You guys take all the packages, don't you? That's what you do, Ron. You rent out a P.O. box – at a UPS store.
0: I don't think they can do PO boxes for free Well oh, They, do. Like they that. do
4: personal mailboxes. Yes, they do. You get they a do real street address. Hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: And then you get a real street address, and then they yep. ship it to there, and then you pick it up that same day. Hmm. Yeah, you we better.
2: They'd
3: be probably pretty upset if you didn't. That's a big yeah, box.
2: That's a big <laughs> box. But I think you do that, and then there you go. I figured out the whole thing. We're around you it. You
0: figured out the whole scheme. Way.
2: All right. Order it all up, Ron.
0: <laughs> all right. Um,. <laughs> Only two things left. What? Yeah, we have. What? I had to mention this. Led Zeppelin. Ugh. What? 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 Jeff
2: Deeolus is in his prime. He's he's he's, he's in his has prime. No, he's in his glory.
0: Part. He's not in his prime.
2: He's got. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> it's a bash poor
0: Jeff episode.
2: <laughs> he's got. He's got wood beyond all belief right now. As soon as he heard this. He's probably calling every distributor, getting on every LE list. Oh, I'm sure his LE
0: list... LE has already been confirmed. Yeah. This will most certainly be Mr. Ritchie. and yes, uh, And with, Timmy.
1: With Timmer. Timmer. Hey Timmy.
0: So, Timmy, you got the youngest guy there, Stern, and he has to do, like, this old man rock theme. Yeah. But he has the training. They figured, like, you went to rock fantasy all the time. You should know everything about rock bands.
2: When was the last time Led Zeppelin played?
0: Um...
2: You should notice. Really, I should. Yes,
0: Why, I'm, should. I'm not I th- a. I mean, they're a good cover band. I'm not a huge. Us- <laughs> a good cover band. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Are they going to have issues playing all those songs from the first album that almost all of them are co-written with other artists that sued to get credit? Just saying. Um, I don't know. 1995.
2: The last time they played all together.
0: Oh, you mean before John Bonham died?
2: Yeah. Well. Okay. Uh well, that, that would have
0: been in 19- Europe time. somewhere.
2: Yeah, 1980.
0: Yeah, but be- after
2: that, they played one. Uh, what was it? Well, they played uh, Live Aid. Uh, li- they played Live Aid, and they played uh one time in 2007.
0: Yeah, they had one other thing they got together. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So a band that's only played twice in 40 years.
0: Well, how about Queen? They played no time in 35 years.
2: Yeah, exactly. But I'd rather have Queen. Queen's a better. Band. Wow, Jeff Toilis, you heard it here first. Mean is a better band than Led Zeppelin.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I have to agree.
2: The only thing I have to look at is this: if it's a great playing pin, I get to play it at Jeff Toelkes' house. Because guess what? I am never, ever going to play this. I rather, I rather play Guns and Roses than.
0: But Led you Zeppelin. haven't even seen Led Zeppelin yet. <laughs>
2: <I> <laughs> How could you hate, say that? I hate Led. The only song. That is good for them. Is the uh, the Valkyrie song?
0: Now, folks, this is the same guy who said he hated Guns N' Roses.
2: No, 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 I hate.
0: But you, you hate Led Zeppelin even more than Guns N' Roses. It's like a oh, different yeah, level no, of hate. Okay.
2: I, if Stairway to Heaven, if, if, if honestly, if I feel like I'm in Wayne's World, where you know Wayne grabs the guitar, starts playing Led Zeppelin, you know the Stairway to Heaven, and the guy points to the sign, "No playing Stairway to Heaven." Uh, as soon as I hear Stairway to Heaven, I have to turn off the radio. Okay, I had to list. I lived next to a place that—that's all they played was Led Zeppelin. Oh my! They used to have get the lead weekends out. Get the oh lead out, God, baby. Yeah, I, oh, I was like, just oh, play it backwards. God. Yeah, <laughs> it was
0: terrible. So, what do you guys you. think? Are you on the pre-order list? Are Are you ready? Uh,
3: no, no, I'm not on any pre-order list. But you know, maybe it'd be good. Good. Uh, I mean, I heard the. The game, will the only featured song is going to be "Stairway to Heaven," and in fact, the entire playfield will be shaped like a like a stair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You get thirteen minutes, thirteen minutes of music.
0: There's a Jeff Teolis prom dancing mode.
2: Yes, there is. Hi, Jeff Teolis. I approve of this Led Zeppelin pinball machine. When I was twelve years old,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love Jeff Teolis. We really should be more
0: excited about this new game. Are you surprised? Being that they're 5,000 behind or whatever and and trying to get these games out.
2: That's the surprising part. You have such a backlog. I mean, unless it was a licensing
0: thing, and it had to be before the end of the year.
2: Maybe, but there's such a backlog right now with the lines.
3: Have have they ever had so many games available uh, at once? I
0: don't think so. No, no. I don't think so. It's amazing when you go to their website, and they always have the... Current and current production and you just keep scrolling and it's like one game after another after another. It's like Jesus. Well do you is this gonna be a is this a cornerstone? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's it's not a boutique game. Boutique game. It's not gonna be a repurposed Quicksilver. Like the rumor was forever. It's gonna be some kind of original game.
2: Which still leaves me out for the hope for the pin being, you know, Stern Electronic.
0: Which Gary Stern has in his, oh, he talked, see, you, you gotta listen to the interview. He talked a lot about the old Stern Electronics, about making those games again. Uh, I'll just leave it at that.
2: No, tell me.
0: Because uh, well, <laughs> I don't wanna listen to the interview.
2: I don't wanna listen right now. I wanna know what you just now piqued my interest. What's up?
0: Basically, he said the main issue with that is people kept keep thinking that if they make those games, they're gonna cost less than a pro. And he's like, they're not, they're gonna cost more than a pro. Why? Basically, because all the drop targets, all of the, if you want, if you're going to do the plasma displays instead of, you know, an LCD, the LCD, the LCD costs less than using the original displays. That's true.
2: Well, you don't do that. You just, you do what they did like in. uh... What, you make
0: an LCD and do all new programming. Okay. Now you just made more expensive again.
2: All you have to do is make it into digital. Like, like,
0: Uh, yeah, I was buying what he was selling. I could see that. We did that on the show. We went through, we went through Beatles and counted the mechs, and it, and it has more mechs than friggin' um, what was it? Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: Oh, so you're gonna tell me it, it charged? We, we we get charged more of four thousand dollars for the diamond than the exact same game except for the
0: Oh, you're going about? And Just stop changing the subject. It's talking about art again. And well, that's the only difference in that game. I'm not talking about Beatles. And-
2: well, you brought up Beatles. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: gonna go back into
1: that one. Okay.
2: But it's but it it's still no. Okay. I don't buy it. I still don't buy it.
0: Still don't buy it. Okay. All right, Brucey. So Led Zeppelin coming to a. Uh, when do you think we'll see that? Maybe this Tuesday. upcoming week.
2: This this week this week
0: this week. Uh, we're recording yeah, on. We're recording Sunday. on Sunday, Sunday. December thirteenth. Yes. We should be more psyched. It's a new game. Come on, where's the excitement? Mm-hmm.
2: Are you excited about it?
0: I'm excited about all new games, Bruce.
2: Okay. Are you excited about Led Zeppelin Pinball?
0: They're all right. Like I said, they're a good cover band.
2: They're good cover band. I mean, my,
0: my buddy Chris, you know, Chris the O-Show, he's been over to my house mm-hmm. a few times. He, he's a big Zeppelin fan. He sent it to me, and I'm there like, oh, you're going to buy one? And he actually wrote back, how much are they? <laughs> Which he's never done before. I gave him estimated pricing, and I didn't hear back, so I guess that was like, oh,
3: no. Crickets. No, no. Crickets. <laughs> well, there's been so many new games released this fall that I feel like some of the new game energy is kind of uh, waning. That's true. And the thing is, the releases this year have probably
0: been the best. The They've best. been even even better wow. than They're the great. previous year, and it's been like COVID year. It's kind of gotcha. crazy.
2: But don't forget, machines have been in development for, you know... Over a year or Yeah, so. but it
0: sure as hell hasn't hurt sales in any way.
2: No, because people have all this extra money. They're not traveling. I They're mean, not doing Harry Stern did say anyway. that they, they were
0: hurting that time that they were closed. Well, of course,
2: yeah. But I think they've made up.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, they are swamped. They are cranking the games out.
2: Here's the problem. And this is the biggest problem I have with the 5,000 back orders. If something good comes out, like a Guns N' Roses... Like maybe even, you know, uh, something else, maybe even aliens, even though I would never buy it from them. Or maybe even like if American Pinball brings out another pinball machine and Haggis brings out another pinball machine and people say, but I'm going to use Guns N' Roses as the best example. If Guns N' Roses were still able to get all these games out faster and Jersey Jack was able to, I think you would have seen that number drop off Stern a little bit.
0: Oh, people like, you know, I don't want to wait four months. I want my guns and roses exactly. now.
2: I want my guns and roses now. If Guns N' Roses were actually shipping as much as they could, if people want them to
0: Yeah, they're shipping as fast as they kind of as kind of
2: can. They are shipping as fast as they can, but if they could get, you know, the game to the people in three or four weeks Oh, th- of-
0: that was the other thing. They they made some kind of announcement that because they had issues with the play fields again on Guns N' Roses. Yes. Mirko supposedly said they they've now changed something. The they yeah, fixed, fixed the, the problem. problem. It's like, but you've had this problem on again, off again,
1: years for years, years.
0: So I mean, is this I the know. final fix? Is this like, oh, we 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 really got it this time? We've totally figured it out.
2: It's Europe, the final countdown. The final count. Sorry.
0: Okay. First <laughs> we said Europe. It's like, well, Mirko is in Europe.
2: I know exactly. Was it Mirko? The- I never say it right. Mirko. Yeah, I know. All right. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, just, I don't know what to say about up. that.
0: So we're going to end this now with some reviews.
2: <gasps> we got some reviews.
0: Our guests can hear what people think about us. Yes. Because Bruce kept begging for reviews at the. Uh,
2: and we didn't care either one, good or bad.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The promoter's database on uh, This Week in Pinball. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, Bruce really wanted some more. Reviews. I'm kind of
2: expecting they're bad since Ron's all giddy with anticipation. Well,
0: okay. Here we go. We got a few. Okay. Uh, Ron and Bruce wanted more reviews. Check. And he gave us a five star review. Thank you, Sean. Okay. Thank you, Sean. Clearly, that's, that's the comment. Then we have Ron and Bruce are very fun to listen to and provide great information. I'm always happy when a new episode is uploaded. Five stars from Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. Okay. This one, we got a three star review. Ooh. Ooh, good. Pretty good pod. Oh, Ron and Bruce are a good tandem. However, too much specific tourney talk and too much inside tech talk. Ooh, he's really not going to like this one. Yeah. At least the first 30 minutes. I like the topical content though.
1: <laughs> this well, is, one
0: like I like the topical content though. This is one of the three pods I listen to. So I'm thinking if he, only likes one of the three things we talk about enough that we are only one of three podcasts he listens to. We must totally rock that.
2: I know, we must.
0: That's the way I look at it. we
2: really haven't been talking much about tournaments, so...
0: Well, just to be fair, I mean, we tried to keep the tourney talk to one section, and the tech talk to one section. So if you don't like it, you can always fast-forward through it.
2: You got it. So To put it on 2X.
0: So thank you, Ian. (laughs) So what do we got here? And this one... Just, yeah, this one I wanted to address myself here.
2: Uh oh, uh oh.
0: No, this is a four star one. Okay. This is from Prince H. I've enjoyed this pod over the years. Lots to like about it. Could do without tournament talk. Wow, people do not like Yeah, I notice either they like tournaments or they fucking yeah. hate here's it. The funniest,
2: yeah, here's the funniest thing they don't like tournament talk, which we haven't really been able to talk to about in a year. And the final round, which is created for tournament talk. And hasn't been able to use it is now considered one of the best podcasts. Not a bash on them. It's just like, what the fuck are you people? People don't, you know?
0: <laughs> people don't want tournament talk, which is I thought This was funny, which is like listening to a five year old tell you about a meaningless dream with excruciating detail. <laughs> that was good. Bruce bitching about games often sounds pouty. Oh, it sure does.
2: Oh, it does. I'm fucking. I'm a pouty.
0: You are a pouty bitch.
2: Yeah. God, stop it.
0: <sighs> They also said uh, they they also like the pinball banter and and they like co-host Zach when he's on. So a Zach from Slam Fan. Mm. And here's the line I want to address. And they swore off Chris Canada Kalurs. Refused to say his name, which I just did. Which seems completely childish. It totally is. Yet it's pretty obvious they listened to him. No, we don't.
2: No, we don't.
0: <laughs> just to explain. So if you want a, a more um. Complete explanation. You can listen to episode 92, which we explain why we don't mention him anymore. But I can do a a just brief synopsis if that helps. As far as listening to him, I listened to him before this incident occurred two years ago. Yes. On and off. We are in several threads with people who do listen to him. That is probably how we are getting our information, per se, on what he says. But as far as actually listening to him, we do not. Nope. Basically, two years ago at the New York City Pinball Championships, Chris uh, and his wife, I think she was fiance at the time, the they took out uh, Lyman, Sheets, and Penny. They took him out for dinner. And then when they came back to the tournament, he, he came back with them. And he was somewhat inebriated. Pre-lubed. He was pre-lubed. Uh, and then they had alcohol at the tournament. So he got more and more... Pre-lubed. L- re-lubed. And when the women's final was going on, he started to be somewhat disruptive. He was asked to calm it down, and...
2: And hold on, I'm going to say one other thing. Ron was there.
0: uh, Oh, I'm getting to that. So then the women in the tournament, basically, they complained. So he was asked to leave, which uh, in his quite inebriated state by that time was doing the, I ain't fucking leaving, I ain't fucking leaving. And this is happening, I'd say, two feet in front of me, I'm literally standing right there. Uh, Steve Bowden was standing right next to me. He basically just was belligerent, wouldn't leave. Shoved his fiance. That wasn't cool. Then he went off and sat in a chair, refusing to leave. And then he stood up and threw his drink in Tim Sexton's face. Tim Sexton, the Stern employee and the tournament director.
2: And a friend of us.
0: And a friend of the show who's been on here multiple times. Yes. Again, all this was witnessed. It was actually filmed. If you don't Multiple believe people. us and it's fake news, I mean, you can ask me, Steve Bowden, Levy, Neyman, any of the women in the finals, the Papa announced crew that were sitting there watching it as they, they turned the camera away. He was then thrown out. Well, he was horse-collared out. Then in a drunken episode, he recorded that night, asked Timmy uh, what flavor drink he'd like thrown in his face next time. And then he pulled it the next morning because he must have figured even for him that was pretty bad. Yes. And that's why we don't mention him anymore. Yeah. I have nothing personal against him. I mean, just that you screw with our friends and that's that's it.
2: That's it. You're done.
0: I mean, and that's why Stern, that's why he can't get anyone from Stern on his show. And yeah. That's that's all there is to it.
2: I mean, that's uh, common sense. Guess what? If somebody dicked with your friend, and then later on, a half-ass apology about it.
0: Which I don't think was even directly to Tim.
2: It wasn't directly even to Tim. Yeah. It was a half ass apology just so we can try to get people from Stern back on.
0: And we felt the best way was just not to mention him. Literally exactly. taking the most high road we can take.
2: Exactly. If even though it to, is kind
0: have... of childish, but I mean,
2: it, but it's better be than just also. sitting there
0: and bashing him every week or exactly. something.
2: Every episode or every yeah. couple episodes saying he's stupid. Which and we just... just
0: kind of did, but like I yeah. said, maybe and every 50 episodes we need a refresher course on the incident.
2: Yeah, because I think people think we're being childish and we're not being childish. Like, we're why being... won't they
0: mention him? But that's all I got to say about that.
2: So we only got a four star because of we didn't like Kaneda. So well, must no, a I think fan.
0: the tournament talk, too, brings it down an
2: option. An option. Uh,
0: but but otherwise, I mean, all positive, we're still uh, high up on that second page.
2: Ooh, but we can always use more comments, folks.
0: Bruce always likes to hear about himself some more.
2: Nope, I'm just going to laugh because, as I said, we don't talk about tournaments much. The only last time we did talk about it, Pink like it was the first. Big clash. We just talked about tournaments last yeah, week. Exactly. But before that, what was the last tournament we talked about? I don't remember. That's exactly my point. It sounds but like da. those comments are working. What? Getting <laughs> <beginning> a <of> rise? <laughs> I love it then we, just make, we can actually, we get feedback. Did we get an email this week? We did mail not get bag? an email
0: because the, the new episode just literally came out.
2: Yes. With Mark. Thank With you Mark again. Silk,
0: Mark's who was awesome.
2: <laughs> yes. He asked me more information about the thing for Kathy. So uh, hopefully he'll get that to us.
0: But our guests this episode have also been just as awesome. They have been. Again, the VSU 2. Check it out. At Glotstone.com. hmm Anything else you guys want to plug?
2: Hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Wow, <laughs> that's the first. I feel like I'm in a football game.
1: Hi mom.
3: <laughs> no, I, I don't have anything else to anything else to add. We're hoping to add another product next year, but that I think that's these it. Are
2: right? sh- these are ready to
4: ship right too. So as soon yeah, we as you pay off the website and get that all done. We've actually had one customer so far. Nice.
1: Yeah.
4: So uh,
2: come on, go grab it. Have it for a backup.
4: Grab their product, not
0: it. Yes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Grab the VSU 2. Yes, the VSU 2. And uh, it's an electric boogaloo moment for you guys, you know, because it's (laughs) 2. And grab that uh, board as fast as you can because support these guys. Support the people who are trying to keep pinball alive. But, you can, you know, the way I look at it is, guess what? They have a great idea. They have a great product. Buy it. And it's going to work. And it's going to work well for you guys. If you're planning on buying a Flight 2000 and you don't know what the condition is going to be, buy the board. It's not like you can't resell it if you have to or sell it with the game afterwards saying, hey, I got a new board with this. If I ever sell this Flight 2000, get it. Buy it. Use it. Love it.
0: And this has been Episode 157 of the Slam Till Podcast. Thanks to all our friends out there in podcast land, which uh, we have uh, Christian, Dr. Pin, and Mrs. Pin, Jeff Parsons of the Pinball Players Podcast. I said it right that time. Yay. Jeff Teolos, who took a lot of heat from us, sorry. And Marty. Marty and, and Jeff in the Final Round pod, Podcast. Hello, Raymond. Hello, Ryan C.
2: Ryan C. Marty.
0: Hello, Scott and Josh, the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. Yep. Low Crystal, The Plum, Steve Bowden, fun bonus, Steph, uh, Zach, we did we did forget to mention at the end, Slam Tilt, Zach, how could we do that? Zach, thanks, everybody. Uh, again, we are the Slam Tilt Podcast. We can uh, check out our website, slamtiltpodcast.com. In the upper right-hand corner, has all our links. You can email us at slamtiltpodcast@gmail.com at com.
2: You can see, you can hear Ron again. In the upcoming the Silver,
0: Ball, Silver Chronicles. Ball Chronicles episode that was recorded just yesterday. Excellent. What's the topic? And the topic is going to be... Dun, 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 Pat Waller. The Stern Years. Dead silence.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I own one. I own one, so I'm not going to say anything bad. You own, own one of mind. the
0: special ones we talk about. I, uh, the yes. Platinum Edition. Yes, And just for my own uh, curiosity, what, what square is yours again?
2: I am vetner.
0: And, and it comes with a plaque?
2: Yes, plaque. And I have the original receipt from Jersey Jack Pinball. Nice. I have all the documentation for this machine. We are not going to be on for the rest of the year. Per Mr. Hallett. Yeah. Yes. I need a break.
0: <laughs> I need a break big time.
2: You know, if we don't know you personally, have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a Happy Hanukkah.
0: Happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, happy. Holidays. happy uh, what's the festivist poll thing?
2: Happy Festivus for the rest of us. But you know, be, have a safe holiday. Please be smart. Please take care of yourselves. And we want to listen to you guys, and we want you to listen to us next year.
0: Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank. Oh, thanks to our guests again. Thank you.
2: Yes. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Jared.
0: And until next time, say goodbye, Bruce.
2: Goodbye and happy. Happy New Year!